Yo, welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Forfeit Podcast. We got the Wild Bill. We got the Big John Stud. We got the J-Lo. Rocking the end grain. Teal. Sweatshirt. Swagadag. Big player. Happy New Year, son. I'm Metal Matt. First episode of the new year. I'm feeling good tonight. It's Friday night. Man, that, that was a great intro. It's Friday night, baby. I'm at... <laughs> This Baby, is, this is my new this is my new TGIF right here. We ain't got right? shit Urkel ain't got shit on this, all right? <laughs> I love it. I'm fired yeah. up. I'm ready. Got me juiced up. I love this. We're gonna get into some NFL playoffs. It's a super wild card weekend. And I'm so happy that the Eagles have no part of it. Because we sitting at home. We're getting healthy, we're getting rested, we're getting Second calm, bear. cool, and collected, and we're ready to rock. Don't God, bullshit. You'll, you'll be watching the Seahawks. Don't be bullshitting us. Ah, 12th man over here. I got my <laughs> flag ready. Can you imagine the vibe in this city if we won from being like 13-1 and one to a five seed if we would have lost that Giants game somehow? Ooh. Like just the overall like what – We've been on cloud nine with this team since, like, I'd say about seven and one. It was like, oh, shit, this team can play. To go from 13 and one to be like, oh, we're the five C playing Tampa and Tampa. And then what if Tampa waxed us again and, like, just was, like, literally deja vu? It would be Why would you typical Philly. Why would you not play Tampa? Because according to you, Dallas is going to win because Dallas John. And, oh, uh, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Cowboy Johnny over here. First of all, I didn't say it. First of all, I mean, we can play the Bucks. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibilities. No, yeah, I mean, if they win, I guess we'd probably play them, depending on who else won. I know. mean, you would you would rather play Dallas, apparently. Would you? Would you? And truthfully, would you rather play Dallas over Tom Brady? I'd rather take the Bucks every day of the week. No, I, uh, no, I'd rather play Dallas. Really? One hundred percent. I'm not worried about Tom Brady's old broken down ass beating us. I'm really not. Yeah, maybe you should go look at his trophy case. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. We're not playing his trophy case. We're playing Tom Brady. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know. They, it's, that, that team does not look good this year. And Dallas's defense at any time can show up and and dominate. And they can run the ball. I they want can no, run the damn ball. I want no part of the Cowboys. If we don't have to play them because they shit the bed against the Bucks. I will gladly play and they and already beat us once. I'm not. Did they? Did they? Did they though? I don't know. What was the final <laughs> score? <laughs> I saw. I saw like an interesting stat about the Cowboys though that like this year they're one in four uh, playing on on natural grass and their defense is like atrocious on natural grass. Jalo spitting stats. Boom, 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 boom. The only time that they the only time they put up numbers. Um, is on in domes or on uh, on turf. That's it. Cool. Like, right, I don't. I, huge, I don't want. God, huge swing. Like statistically, a huge swing between not just wins and losses, but defense efficiency, running yards, everything. They do not play well on natural grass. So, so does anyone have an upset this this weekend for wild card? Shift the bed. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, I got an upset. What is that, it? Giants over Vikings. Oh, that's. I don't that, think I mean, that's that an upset, really... though. I don't think that's an upset. That's Vikings an upset? are a very winnable or a beatable team. It's it's going to be a primetime game. Kirk Cousins is going to shit himself. I would say that would be a pretty big upset if like a five seed. No, it's a, what's it, six a four seed? Six. Yeah, yeah. Six, six seed beat a three. I mean, I mean, record-wise, I think the Cowboys losing to the box is a bigger one. I mean, granted, they're, you know, the the Bucks have what, like four more, three or four more losses than Dallas. I don't know. I, the Bucks are eight and nine. Yeah, I mean, they're under five hundred. They're eight and nine. So, like, I I think the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys lose that game. I kind of think. I could just sniff it, and I just and this would make Matt happy. I wouldn't be shocked if Geno balls out and it beats San Francisco. I wouldn't Seahawks, be shocked. The Pete Seahawks, Carroll, 
you, you love Look your 49ers. Pete Carroll just knows how to win big games. I don't know. I trust him over – he's won it all. I don't, I don't think Kyle Shanahan so much. Um, I, I would so, love to see And Purdy – and listen, Purdy, this is the playoffs, son. Like, this is not regular season. Again, I'm not – I'm not – but I, I wouldn't – you know, I'm not holding my breath for it. But that's like a true upset that is like – I would, I, I could see a 27-20 Seattle win. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, how did that happen? And that's the thing. Like, I don't think there's any team except, you know, maybe the top four, the Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals, that I think I think any other any other team can lose this week and be like, okay. But I you, think think Doug EP, you think Doug EP gets it done? Yeah. Heck yes. So is I think that he's actually going to. As an upset? I, think, I mean, that's yeah. technically classified as an upset. If I mean they don't have the Chargers are without Williams for the playoffs, like yeah. I think the Jaguars are going to win that game. Yeah, no, I mean I, the NFL would love that. They would love to see Trevor go against like Joey B or Mahomes or Josh Allen. Like the AFC is so stacked with studs at QB, and the NFC is like I don't say complete opposite, but Jalen's the you know. The Probably whole, their best bet right now. Jalen is the only. It's like he's the only hope. <laughs> I mean, Jalen. I mean, you got the Brady narrative. Nobody wants to see Kirk Cousins, Brock Purdy, nah, Dak, yeah, you know, uh, Danny Jones, nah, you know, Geno Smith. I mean, Jalen's, you know, would be the best sell for the league to be the under underdog, second round pick. Had or, Carson or, or Brady. What's that? No, yeah, I said Brady. Brady first. Yeah, I mean, I mean the get, Brady. It gives him a. Although the the rumors now are coming out that he he's going to play for I don't know any more than like five more teams after this season. Name yeah, one. now like now well, the, the Raiders. Raiders, Miami. Raiders need a quarterback. Raiders, yeah, Raiders, Miami. I've heard it all. The Raiders Patriots. have to the Raiders have to trade or cut. Um, what's his nuts? And he's got a big dollar contract. So cars getting cut. So they're going to have to eat that cap money. Nah, I think he nah, cut they, himself. They don't owe him any money after this year. That's yes. why they can do it. This was his last year, guaranteed. That's why oh. the last two games they were like, yeah, why don't you go home? Because <laughs> they don't want him to get hurt if they, if they could treat him. Because he, he 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 actually has a pretty team-friendly contract. Yeah, he's but got a $40 million dollar contract next year. I don't think so, it's guaranteed. So there's not a shot in hell. Let's just go – let's finish going through these games real quick. There's not a shot in hell that the Dolphins upset the Bills, right? No. Yeah, that I mean, two is out. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not going to happen. Not and the Ra- and and Joe Cool's not going to drop one to the Ravens. Yeah, Lamar's out. I mean, how yeah, about Lamar's Lamar? out. Like if Lamar was playing, it'd be a different story. Lamar well, what, what's, what's everyone's what's everyone's thoughts on Lamar so far as a whole? Like overrated? I can't. I he can't stay healthy. Like he can't stay healthy and. Like at the start of this year, you were like the way he was playing. You're like, all right, like my man's going to get paid, and then yeah. But I know. don't think his I don't think his QBIQ is is very high though. Like he's known to make some really dumb mistakes in big moments. On top of not staying healthy, I think his big problem too is that like part of the problem why he looks so bad is he doesn't have any receivers. Mm. I mean, he's got Mark Andrews, and that's it. I mean, really, like that's it. Look at all those other any name any other quarterback in the playoffs. They, I mean, pretty good receivers, minus maybe like Daniel Jones. Every right. every other team has a top ten receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Like every other team's number one walks in and starts for the Giants. Yeah where the Giants don't have anybody that would start on the Eagles yeah. wide receivers. Like, no, I mean, does that mean he's overrated? Um, or the Ravens? I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's certainly an athletic person, but I think Jesse took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, he's hurt all the time. Like, I don't see how you can give that guy, you know, $200 million if he can't stay healthy. And, and quarterbacks are making ridiculous money. But like, if not, if it's not the Ravens, someone will. Somebody will, but like the problem, going, the the problem is going to be like you give him thirty, forty million dollars guaranteed every single year for five years, and he gets dinged up in week four. 
and he can't play for, you know, five weeks and that becomes like a recurring theme, like that's a problem. Like you, you just sign a Carson Wentz. It's fine. There's a backup. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that guy's done. Right? Yeah. He's like, cooked. He's, I, I can't I, – I don't think I've ever seen in any – in any sport at this point, a guy go from MVP level gets hurt and just every year just, and it's not like he was old, right? It'd be one thing if he was, you know, a a Tom Brady or a Drew Brees, you know, that played great. And at the end of his career had a, got hurt and had a steep decline, a rapid steep decline. Like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, like he fucked up his knee. He fucked up his knee real bad. I mean, it was one of the worst knee injuries for a quarterback in a long time. And then sees his backup win a Super Bowl. So not only is his brain destroyed, his his knee explodes. He's never the same guy again. And just every year, it's just remarkable, remarkable how how quickly he went from MVP to uh, the butt of jokes. It's. Hot take, he'll be on a team next year. He'll be where? He'll be on a team next year in the NFL, guarantee it. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a backup. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll compete backup. for a job I, and, like – He'll be in, like, New England. Yeah, but – Somewhere like his, that, you're right. Like, somewhere in Seattle, maybe, like, who knows, like, if Gino leaves. Like, somewhere, like, where he could possibly start if somebody gets hurt or – Yeah, but would his bridge. pride allow him to be – Paid like a backup and be a potential backup. Well, he doesn't need to play. He's made over 150 million dollars. Yeah, he don't need. He don't need to. He don't need to get paid anymore either. I mean, I know he's Bill. I know he's made his money and doesn't need to play. What I'm saying is, will his ego allow? Yeah. No. I mean, he might not. I mean, he could. I. I think his ego. My answer would be no. And I think. I think he already knows it. I think, you know, but like John said, it wouldn't shock me if he's on a team as a backup, but I also would be equally not shocked if he's not in the league because he doesn't get a starting job guaranteed. And he already proved that now this is what the one, two, three, third or four team now, third team that when he's not guaranteed to be the starter, I don't want to be here. Well, yeah. I don't, I think the reality is, you know, maybe a Bill Belichick or somebody, you never know, John, like John said it, you know, or a Miami, you never know, like a team like could take a chance and say, oh, I can fix them. But uh, barring that happening, you know, it's, you know, he, he it, but, you know, he's, he just, he's just like a such, I hate the face guy. Like, it's insane. It's insane. Like, I don't root against him, like, to do get hurt or anything like that, but he's just like, man. When they said he was going to be starting over Heineke, I was just like, fuck you, Washington. <laughs> like, um, I hope you guys lose by 30. And Carson did what he does, threw three picks, got sacked a bunch, and they lost to a, a team that was, you know, that they should have beat. So it's, you know. You bring up a great point about playoff, this this season's playoff quarterbacks in the NFC. There really is not like, when you think about that Super Bowl, hate to use that word, those two words, but that Super Bowl, like, match up you know that boxing picture where it's like mm-hmm. head versus you know this person versus this person you know and there really is nobody in the nfc other than our boy brady and jalen are the only two i think the league could yeah. sell brady they could sell all day and then jalen is the next up and coming dual threat no, never had a chance it'll be rucking rocky playing I, every commercial i, I could think, see Dak. i, I think they Dak can too. sell purdy if the niners make a run Purdy's a story, you know. I don't know. Coming out yeah, of know. nowhere, See, I feel like if it's Purdy, they'd put like Bosa or C Mac or like Debo. They or Shane, like they. I mean, not that they wouldn't show like Purdy. I like Purdy. Put on a bag, get on the camera. But I think it'll. I think it'll. I think Purdy will become a story. Well, any yeah, yeah, but, any quarterback that gets that far, I mean, but I mean, they didn't really profile Nick Foles, and he fucking he dominated through the playoffs, and you know. So, yeah, but the, the but the difference was Nick. In like, he, he had a, a really strong year before, right? Like, he. No, nah, you're right. I mean, he had the 27 and two. I mean, he, he, wasn't, I mean, he, he was an unknown rookie. He, I mean, granted, he flamed out and you know bounced around and came back. Oh, but no, I know he did. Yeah, like this. I mean, he was what like the last pick in the draft. Like, oh well, yeah, Brady's irrelevant. irrelevant. 
he, he was this year's Mr. Irrelevant. I think that's the great story that, like with Matt, with Matt like you're saying, even if he doesn't go to the Super Bowl, the fact that he did what he did, like he he's eliminated that that um, that idea of Mr. Irrelevant now. They're yeah. already saying pretty. Some I saw I saw the one thing I was like 49ers, whatever the one of the beat things is that there's like the the, the buzz is is later Trey we're trying to trade Trey Lance. And and they might try to bring back Jimmy G as a backup kind of thing again and rock with Birdie. That Trey's no, not. They got like, too much invested in Trey Lance. Didn't they? Dude, I'm telling you, dude, this is a not for long league. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, look at Carson, dude. Carson went from MVP, won 12 games, won the division next year. Yeah, but Trey Lance didn't even get a shot. No, yeah. he played. He got hurt. He's he's well, had that. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't even Carson didn't get hurt until late into the second season. It's it's like Dillard and Mylotta. Dillard was the high pick. Mylotta was the young son guy that was going to get cut in camp. Yeah. 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 Again, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's happening, but, you know, it's one of those. If you feel like they, you know, that Brock Purdy is your guy, you know, he can just and he looks every bit of what Shanahan wants. Just he's he's got he's he's the only thing they got. So that's what they. I mean, that's but, what they yeah, got. But, but look at Shanahan's offense like one of us could run Shanahan's offense. It's not, he's not being asked to do what like Jalen hurts or, or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. They're not being asked to do the same things. Like Purdy is like first read. If it's not there, check down to the running back in, in the flat throw to the tight end. We're throwing 10 yard passes and we've got yak monsters all over this team. Like that's what the, the that's what the Niners do. And they've got a defense that's good enough to keep them in every game, as long as the quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. Like they don't need the they don't need the quarterback to be anything more than a game manager. They don't. So are we Seahawks fans this 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 weekend or what? Are, what are, absolutely, we're, we're all biggest, Seahawks fans. Yeah, they're the. I mean, honestly, the Niners are the biggest threat to the Eagles because they've got a strong defense and they've got two good running backs and they can just play ugly ball possession football. And have like eight minute drives. I just, I'd rather play the Giants. <laughs> if well, I find my druthers out of all the teams to play, I, I would too, John. Play because the Giants. you know what I would too, and and I don't like hate them or whatever. But watching Saquon get like fired up, kind of like fucking, I don't know. He gave me the vibe like if I was playing, we win this game, and it's like you know what, Saquon, I wish you fucking strap it on, like strap but, it on, and let's play a game. Like no, I but, would just like to see him get fucking smacked. Yeah, but like. I'd rather them play the Giants too, but like, I want no part of the Niners. They're the team that, out of the NFC, they're the one team that I don't want to see the Eagles play. Like, I think they can they can beat us. I don't think any other team in the NFC can. I mean, I tell you, one team I think I I think the team I don't I'd rather not play, and and I, you guys probably would disagree, but just just I don't know. I really don't want to see Tom Brady even in Philly. I really don't. I'd be okay yeah. not seeing Tom Brady. Like so any other quarter, Brady. any other body can come to town and be like, all right, let's go win this game. Tom Brady comes. They got still got Mike Evans. They still got Chris Godwin. They got Russell Gage. They got Leonard Fournette, who chewed us up all like a monster last year. I know their line's a little hurt, but at any given Sunday, Brady could found the Jesus game moment. And so for, I, I just, he's the only guy. It's like, fuck, not Tom Brady. But like, flip side. We've got Jalen Hurts, and it's no, not the same no. Guy. I mean, and, not and I'm not afraid of any team that you know. I'll, I'll I'll phrase it that way. There's no team that like scares me. Like, oh, I don't want to play this. See, like, I don't want to see Mahomes. I don't want to see the Bills, and I don't want to see Burrow. Well, so, I, I don't care about the AFC at this point. Well, I'll care about that <laughs> when we get to the dance. Well, that's yeah, right. But, but I don't but, want like you know Tom Brady. I don't care who any day of the week with Tom Brady. I'll, I'll take anybody else, and I mean, we, he will pick us apart. Our, you know, our, but John, don't forget our defense is Thanks. so much better. <laughs> our defense is so much better than the team, than the defense he faced last year in the playoffs. It's so much better. I think it is. Uh, I, I, yes, I agree. Jordan with you. Davis is a big part of that, and like even and, I mean, you're right. And they, I mean, if you guys are playing better, no, I think we're a better team, and I would be not. I, I'd be pretty shocked if we did lose to Tampa if it got to that, and we played them in the championship or whatever. But I just know, like, there's no team that we're going to play if we stay healthy next week. Like, everybody comes ready. 
there's no team that's like, oh, man. We, but if Tom Brady comes to town, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, Tom Brady. God damn it. Like, but, all right, go beat him. Go beat him. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, like, oh, we should be whatever. But he's just that one guy, dude. It's just like he just has that let's go when playoff time hits. And, I mean, but, no, I mean, I mean, you're right. I don't think this team is the same Bucks team, you know. And But he's still and the only guy. We're playing at home. And that crowd huh. is going to be geeked up. I also think it's I also cool. think the the one team that I don't want to beat the Eagles is the Eagles. Yeah. Because I really think that what we're forgetting here is Jalen Hurts is not healthy. And I think his shoulder is a little bit more messed up than they're letting us know about. And I honestly think that the one the one factor is is not only Jalen Hurts, healthy Jalen Hurts, but it's his shoulder. I mean, I think that's the one, the one big if factor that could make or break a Super Bowl run for us is the shoulder of Jalen Hurts, and I still believe the health of Lane Johnson. And he's not going to be healthy because he needs surgery, and he's going to give it a go. But his team has not been the same since both of those. Both of those players um, got hurt. I mean, so, I, I, you know, Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm scared of Tom, but I, I, I really my one of my big concerns is the Eagles beating themselves. Um, so, did you see the the Lane Johnson interview with um, uh, uh what's it the Pat McAfee, McAfee? huh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, the Pat McAfee one. Like Lane said, he's going to be able to go. Like he's not, he's not be able to go. But like, who's to say in the second uh, quarter? Uh, Tordal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's. <laughs> let's be real. He's going to be. He's going. Or he's going to go. Is you know, sixty percent of them is going to go. Coach, know? I can't feel my lower body. But yeah. Lane made it. Lane made it out. Like he'd rather have it be a a groin injury than the abdominal because he he said a player that played through it last year till the season ended. So like you can play through it. And I have a feeling that like, Oh, I'm no doubt. I mean, the dude's tough as nails. It's just, and he, listen, it, the biggest concern for me is Jalen hurts. That's, yeah. you know, I think if like last week was, you know, the NFC championship game lane lane plays. Yeah. I, you know, they, they, they weren't worried about the giants. They weren't starting their first team defense. So they're like, cool. We've got this with the tackles we've got. Lane take another couple, you know, couple more weeks. Like, let's be real. The, the player that the Eagles are pissed at is, you know, Gardner Minshew that, you know, your backup quarterback couldn't win you a game when you needed him to this year. Because if he, you know, if he gets it together and doesn't have two bad games back to back. I honestly don't think I would argue bad strongly that he played. I really don't think Gardner played bad the first game. Our defense was atrocious. He Didn't played he amazing in Dallas. And no. both of those interceptions, the one interception was bad. John Hyde, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, not Hyde. Wes Watkins. Yeah. Soft ass hands. Yeah. And then Miles Sanders, <laughs> fucking fumble master. Yeah. Baby but, shit hands. Yeah. Like, the first fucking game that Gardner, Gardner played, he, it, that was not on him. He played Gardner a pretty left good game. the field up. Uh, I mean that that deep Jonathan Gannon should have been fucking fired on the flight home to, from Dallas for that yeah. game. Third and twenty six. Get the fuck wasn't out of here. Third and thirty. What's that? Wasn't it third and thirty? Yeah. No. What thirty thirty? Third and thirty. Third and thirty. Yeah, yeah. See, it was something that was like third and thirty. Even worse. It's even worse that we have nobody on a double high safety on T. Y. Hilton that one's run route his entire fucking career. Hey, you might want to guard this guy. No, nah, we're fine with our fucking. Oh my god! Olay, Olay! Oh my god! But now no, the second I mean, game, the second game, Garner, Garner made some big. I mean, that one pick was that's inexcusable. To Garner's defense, and here's a stat for you, Papal. The Saints, to that point, for seven previous games, had not let up twenty points in any game. That defense was a top three defense in the NFL. The pick yeah. six was horrible. I am not defending the pick. The six. pick six was terrible. But. That was. I mean, that could, killed the game, but. You know, I, I it, when he says hike and he's got three guys in his face, I don't know what he's supposed to do. Like that line yeah, played like dog shit. The line didn't play good, but 
And he played bad. I mean, he, he I mean, I, I'm, he I'm not defending everything him. was high. Everything was high. He kept making, he kept missing throws high. No. And it's like, you need, cause he had to throw it over three guys in his face. The, but he, no, I mean, he just, but again, you pay your backup quarterback to win you those games on paper. That's a winnable game. He should have won it. The Eagles should have won it. If they had won it, they don't have to start Jalen hurts against the, against the fucking giants. Like it's, it's that simple. The only reason Jalen Hurts had to play was because they needed the win and they didn't trust Minshew to get it done. Like, no. And, and, and the other thing too, it's, you know, it's John said it before too. It's, this is the NFL man sack up Jalen. If you got a sprained shoulder, I know it's not ideal, Yeah. but you can, you can go out there. I mean, I don't know. He threw that deep ball a few times. Pretty okay. Like I'm sure it doesn't feel good. And ideally, yes, I would rather have him not him not have played. But like John said, it's it's like sack up, dude. Like our backup's not playing great. We need you right now. Like, yep. and he did, and that's why it's awesome. Like, uh, and no one's no one's healthy this time of year either. So, but dude, I've sprained a shoulder a couple times. It fucking hurts so 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 bad. Uh, I if any if I'm going to blame anybody for the past two games, or I'm not counting the one that Jalen just played. I'm not blaming Gardner Minshew. I will blame the defense. I will blame the coaching staff. But, I mean, you Some can... will even blame Doc Rivers, John. I mean... Well, like probably, he probably watched the game with both of them. He's probably another another re- reason. But, yeah, I, I just... Thanks, Glenn. I, I get the interception. I get, you know, making some bad decisions. But, I mean, like, like Bill said, those two Quez plays... I mean, you know, come on. Hit them in the hands. In the it wasn't like he, he had caught a, the ball. He in the hands. The, yeah. the guy ripped the ball out of his hands. And again, you know, we talk about all you need to do is win one game. Yeah. If you don't give up a third and thirty, you win that game. And yeah. we're not even talking about this. And then, then Gardner Minshew is playing point. the last two sorry, I got back. But no, that's all gonna say is we were a pen at that point. So they had yeah. to punt the ball and it's a whole different game. Instead, they scored a touchdown that drive. And the very first play when we're up three miles fucking fumbles, it was bang, bang. And it was just like all the mojo that we had was just like later. And then we still had a chance. We drove down and got inside the red zone on that final drive. And he missed, you know, whatever. But it was just, yeah, no, that Dallas game, uh, thank God it's done with that. That was such a shit. Anyhow. But yeah, no, Eagles are good. I think I, I think we're going to. I think we're going to do good things, but you got to you got to go out on the field, you know. One week at a time, one game at a time. Well, you can do. I love, one thing I would say from a uh, guru coaching status uh, uh, drop in is personally, I like to see more Kenny Gainwell. Can we give this guy some? Touches? He gets gains. He gets gains. Can we? Can we get let him run the ball maybe eight, ten times, like get some catches, like. I'll Miles tell you this: Jersey. If we play the Giants, we should give Boston Scott the Boston ball. Boston Scott, man. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the guaranteed touchdown every time he plays the Giants. Book it, thanks. Book you know, it. you know, E Rock on that one. But anytime uh, scored. Um, but no, I, I mean, Kent, like Miles is wearing that clunky ass knee brace. That's not a good thing to see out of a running back. Oh no! And not only that, Kenny Gainwell, like when Miles is in the game, like it, the, it and this is just bit football one on one. When you have a running back who cannot catch a football. And he's in the game. I promise you, as a defender, they say, "Hey, they're going to run the fucking ball." And I don't have a stat to back it up, but I bet you the number would be astronomically high. The amount that we run the ball when Miles is in the game, as opposed to the other running backs. So not only do I think Kenny Gainwell is a better running back overall, he makes the defense like defend you again. And Boston Scott, I think Boston Scott even he's out of the backfield. Watching Miles Sanders catch the ball is like watching Derrick Henry catch the ball. It's like, oh Jesus! Uh, it, it, but I mean, it's—I get it. He's a great runner. Like, I don't want to, you know, be, be like he's not. You know, he's had a great year, but I don't know. He clearly hasn't been running as good, whether it's the line or him. I just like to see some Kenny Gainwell whenever we play next. I like to see a little bit more of him. I think he's super dynamic, and we need to give him the ball, please. I'd like, to see, uh, I'd like to Younger see. I'd like to see a little, a little more Dallas Goddard work did, back in. Did you see that uh, Sweat is probably going to play? What happened to him? He just kind his of neck. fell that game. It was his neck. No, nah, it was uh, his neck. He like crunched his neck. He went down, but then he grabbed his leg when he went down for a second. I, I, I think it was a stinger. 
Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe like a pain shoot through his body. He's like, oh my knee, my back and my neck, <laughs> my neck. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see Dallas work back in. I mean, I don't know what his overall health is or like what his progress is. He looked pretty good, man. He he hit, he hit a couple plays in Dallas and just, I uh, you know, if she doesn't get cheap shotted last year in freaking uh, Denver by that headhunting safety, yeah. you know, uh, you know this guy. But no, I agree. I think Dallas is. One of the best tight ends in football. Like he can block, he can catch. It's just that's the thing, man. I don't know if it's the offense or or what, but when you like see these replays and they show like the Eagles, like like everybody's open. Like Devontae's always open. Goddard's usually open because he's so he's a fucking mountain out there. Yeah. And then AJ Brown's usually if he's not double teamed, it's like good luck. So it's like you know, and that's kind of I guess uh, yeah no I guess it's exciting to see you know that we have. So many weapons, and we just need to have Jalen put the ball into their hands so they catch it, pitch their balls. Catch Jalen's balls, everybody. Catch Jalen's balls, and the everybody. defense has to, you know. Tackle. Hey, defense. Show up. I got, I, got, I got a great idea this week. Let's tackle some guys before they run for 15 yards of carry. Just put Jordan Davis in every snap. Just He is such a man child. It's insane you know, how big he is. You see, you see him on the sideline just like walking with his helmet. It's just like, Jesus. And it's like, I can, I've never seen him in person. And this isn't meant to be a, I won't go on around, I'll be quick. But when I had a good, when I went to the uh, skate zone a couple of weeks ago, when we were getting done with the girls, um, the Flyers were just starting practice. These fucking guys are monsters. And like, we were, I was like standing by like, like the ice, like during there when they were practicing. And they were just like skating, sliding into the wall, just kind of get loose and whatever. I just like even the small dudes were like, "Oh my god, this guy would fucking trust me!" Like, dude, like it's like insane how like fast and big these guys are. I was just you don't realize like, too the skates like add like that much more too. No, and I understand that, and you know, and the ice is elevated, so they're, they're, they're you know, they're, but it's just like just the size of them is like Jesus, and it's just I don't know, yeah, it's, it's like soccer. Dude, they move so fast. Yeah, they're it fast. Was, it was just insane. Like they were just doing these like shooting drills and skating through and weaving and like weaving drills for line. And it was just like, man, if one of these guys hit me, man, I think I'd be down for like three weeks. <laughs> like I'm just gonna stay here in person. You got- <laughs> professional hockey is pretty impressive to see it like, live. It's oh just, yeah, yeah, it's it's the best live. It was, yeah, it, it just it was just so funny and it, it was just amazing how like. They made the rink look so small that was like, and it was the same size because it was like an open skating thing, from like after Christmas break, like during Christmas break, and like I mean, there was a lot of people there, and it was a you know big rink. It was the same size rink they were practicing on, like one thing over, and they made it look like it was a fucking miniature thing because they just went up and down it like, whoosh 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 whoosh, flashing <laughs> and going. It's like Jesus, guy, but it's so true. Like television does that no justice. Cause it's like, boy, oh boy, these guys, these guys are fucking skating. Yeah. They're flying. Anywho, sorry about that. So final thoughts on, on wild super wild card weekend, or did we, did we cover everything we wanted to cover? Anyone else want to get anything off their chest before we, I don't know. Someone wants to talk about the Sixers. Or are we going to do Sixers or Mount Rushmore next? Well, we could do, we could do Mount Rushmore. And and I'll be I'll be very happy with that. But I'm down for whatever. I don't mean to jump to you. I wasn't sure where we were going. No, that's next. okay. I think I think there's I not think, much to uh, talk about with the Sixers. <laughs> no, there's not. I mean, they played nothing the good anyway. Then nothing good. Yeah. I don't know. I guess yeah. they're a work in progress. I don't know what to say. Oh I mean, yeah, it's great work in work in progress. Well, halfway through the season, like we're at the halfway point. Gonna roll into the All Star break, and then after the All Star break, it's try to get a try to get a seed that you like, and go from there. Yeah, I think their goal is to be a top sixty at least, so they don't have to play the playing game at this point. Cheese and crackers, this team is. <laughs> They're not gonna is, be in the play. They'll be fine. I mean, now, I will say this. Fun, I will say this. Looking at the standings the other day, the top four seeds. I mean, the the it's tight. You know, I mean. If they go on an eight-game run, I mean, they could easily jump up two spots. I'm sorry, Matt. Did you just hit your head and say an eight-game winning streak? Uh, hey, they they did it. They did it in in, in December. 
Nope. So, I mean, you know. Did you hit what, your I head? Know, no, Bill, what is wrong with me? Even <laughs> when I try to be negative about this team, I just start talking positive about them again. I, I don't know what my problem is. Hey, listen. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, no, I mean, you know, you don't know. It's, it's a long season, and I just uh, – That's the I, problem. It's too long of a season, right? I and that's what we were talking about. They haven't about. Me been able to flip my switch with them yet because – I watched some of that Knicks game on New Year's, uh, Christmas, whenever that was, Christmas Day, I think. Yeah. That was a great game. They came back. It was Knicks were playing good, and they're not as, you know, with, and everything should have been about, like, a great win. But it was just, you know, I mean, they won because George Niang hit, like, four or five threes in the fourth quarter, and they pulled away finally. But if Niang's off that game, I think we lose. We would have lost. <laughs> like, I think we lose. So now we're back to, well, hey, if George Niang's hot on a night, we might win a game in the playoffs. It's like, what? That's what we've become is the minibus has to not get a flat tire. Um, it's, yeah. like, it's like, all right, you know, and, but it's, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I think these, uh, these changes were, were, were sold to us, you know, these additions, I mean, basically we're the Rockets in, uh, on the East coast. Now we have we're the like, Clippers and pretty much. we have half the Rockets lineup, uh, and it's, you know, when, you know, when you're losing to OKC, who's an up and coming team? I mean, they have legitimate NBA players on that team. Like, they're not bummed. No, I, you're wrong. Mike Mascara is not a legitimate NBA player. He is actually. We wanted to, we wanted to sign him. He didn't want to come yeah. back here. He likes being there. Yeah. But they have Shea, well, see, I don't know if he played, but Shea Gilders Alexander, he's yeah, an yeah, NBA like, baller. That's it. That's it. Josh, and then I like Josh. The only guy I got. I think Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy looks like a guy we play at open gym. He gets buckets though. Um, uh, But no, I mean, so this is they're not they're not a crappy Detroit team, but they're a team that you got to win that game at home and when all your guys are playing, and (laughs) it's like that's the Sixers in a nutshell. It's like a game you should comfortably win. Not saying you got to win by thirty. But a game should be controlled of when you're a championship caliber team uh, playing, playing a young up and coming team full of rookies and second year guys and you lose by 10 at home. It's like, all right, good luck. Good, good Godspeed, Sixers. It's, I don't know what to say. Go with, go with Jesus. It's, uh, I don't know. They're just, they're, 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 uh, they're quite the enigma, I guess. God, I'm looking at the Thunder roster. And it's not good. No. Yeah. That's why it's probably one of those games. Your boy they, Isaiah Joe, Bill. Isaiah Joe. It's it was one probably of those games buckets. where they looked on the calendar and they're like, this is gonna be an easy game. We're gonna I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna just, you know, play and one street ball and just give the ball Joel, which again, Matt, you're all you're probably looking at the roster, right? Who's the tallest guy on on the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's probably Mike Muscala. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They don't have like there was, and Mike Muscala only came into the game after their one pseudo other big guy. I don't know, I forget his name, Williams or whatever. Like, was just getting manhandled by Embiid and got into a little bit of foul trouble. So that's another game where you're like, this is where I go to Joel Embiid, and I say, why don't you have 50 points? Like, I looked at Beckett, I was like, he should have 50 points tonight. Look at everybody on this team. I mean, he looks like a giant compared to everyone. But he plays like a like a drunk giraffe who, yep. every time he gets the ball and dribbles and turns to the basket, it's like a hand comes down and just, like, balls come out. It's like, you are not, like, strong with the ball. You are, like, very soft. And he gets hit, and he falls on the ground, and that's it. And I don't want to talk anymore about the Sixers. <laughs> There's one guy taller that I found on the Thunder's roster. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's from Serbia. He's seven foot and he's 210 pounds. And he didn't play last night. He didn't play. He's probably banged up. But we got, you know, also I like Paul Reed. I was been saying that for like Come three on. years. Come on. Come on. He's a better version Come of Holmes. He's a better version of Holmes. He plays hard. He defends. He blocks. He's Great. a good scorer. He finishes at the rim. Great player. But hey, you know what? Doc doesn't play guys that are young. So hey, what do and we? And he didn't know? play Montrez Harrell a lot yesterday either. So he must have not liked what he was saying. I don't know. 
That that that's the end. That's our uh, fearless coach. Paul Reed. Bible doesn't yeah. play at all, but yeah, I Paul Reed. Not that. You gotta be kidding me. Thirteen <laughs> minutes, four points. If he's so good, he's gotta be, he's gotta be getting at least eight points in thirteen minutes. Well, the problem was they were getting their dicks kicked in so hard that they needed Embiid to come back in, and he did what he could. Hey, hey, he got six rebounds. That's better than PJ yeah. Tucker. It's true. It's true. Four points and six boards in 13 minutes is for backup center is pretty decent. This yeah. this team, the more I think about this team right now, and I we could all eat a giant crow come May, and I and I and I and I hope we do, we we do. I'll 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 put salt and pepper on it, and I will eat every last bite. I yeah, can't wait. I can't that. wait till we're on Broad Street with the champagne, and we're like looking at that, and it's like PJ Tucker is right there. Right now, right now, this team, this team's a joke. That needs <laughs> to get like a PJ Tucker neck tattoo if they end up winning the NBA Finals. Absolute joke. <laughs> we're gonna be fine. We'll be all right. Okay. In all right, Don. Are we done? In doc, in doc, we trust. Oh God, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I got throw up now after hearing that. And it's not even. It's not even like I'm over Doc Rivers. I'm just over this entire. I'm just over the the whole team right now. All right, but but here's what I will say. What if it isn't Doc's fault? Right. Did what you hit your is, head? What did you hit your head? Did you hit your head? What if it really is aloof in Joel Embiid and bad James Harden? What if it? What, I mean, like, if that's all he's got, like, how how can you slap a guy in the ass and say, "Oh no, he's got Paul Reed." Million, you, we gave you Paul 40, Reed. We got forty million dollars. Can you go out there and score? And he just like wants to, you know, spin the ball around. Like, I, that's all I'm saying. I'm done. We've got we've hey, no John. We've got PJ Tucker. He was our Lord and Savior. He was the X Factor. I think I think we're gonna need PJ Tucker. You'll zero see. points. You'll see. Grandpa Tucker. Okay. I love like I love me some PJ Tucker. It's the good right. I've mean, always wanted. I, I mean, I'm waiting to see what I need to love here. I mean, I'm waiting for it. Well, he doesn't I just don't it see anything now. yet. You don't. I don't to... see anything, John. I don't see it. You will. You will. Yeah. Like I said, man. Just I'll put. I, I'll have my. I'll have my. My Cholula ready. I'm just, I'll I'll lather it with hot sauce. I will eat all the crow. Can't wait. And I'll wash it down with a tall, cool Budweiser. <laughs> um, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Okay, this is gonna be fun. Uh, Bill thinks we've already done this, and he might be right. Um, <laughs> I think it's like our third time doing it. Maybe even our fourth, maybe. A hot new topic coming in live. Well, then here's the annual. Here's the annual Philly Mount Rushmore episode for for and the uh, previous three made it to only one's number two choice, and then once again derails after a certain. The previous one may have all may or may not have almost started a fist fight. We don't know. That name is slowly entering the Howie Nick Foles Carson realm. They're being banned from FFB. What is AI? The name, that name might be soon banned. It just creates too much tension and, <coughs> and nothing good comes out of it. All right. Well, who's who's for, who's first? Who's going first? I'm, I'm not have... going first, but I'm going to set this up that I want you all to remember. Oh, what that's I... right. That's so, right. Like... We're going to get a history lesson here. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's important. Like you just don't you just don't throw up four guys that you know you just like because their 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 jersey looks good on them. You like them. Well, the whole idea behind Mount Rushmore was that the four presidents that were up there were selected because they represented the most important events in the history of the United States. So if you were gonna say what are your four presidents or your four uh Best Philly Philly athletes, in your opinion, that had the that represented the most important events in Philadelphia sports history. What would they be? And with that, I give it off to Bill. I was going to say Jesse should go first. Okay, or Jesse will go first. All right, I'll go first. 
So the first is the goat of all goats, Mr. Chuck Badnerick. That's number one. Okay. Number two, to talk about not only just a great player, but what they ushered in, another Kelly Green-wearing Philadelphia Eagle, Reggie White. Okay. Because he he was battling to to start free agency and to help get the players, you know, so the players weren't stuck on bad teams. He was one of the guys leading the charge on that. So, and he was a he was all time great. So Reggie White goes up there. Next, we're gonna have to go with the one, the only Michael Jack Schmidt. Okay. As the greatest Phillies player to ever play. And then the fourth. Uh, see, like I could go another Philly, but then it's just two Phillies and two Eagles. So you know what? I'll go Sir Charles. All right. I'll go, I'll go Barkley okay. over over you know the guys that actually won. But yeah, Barkley, Barkley over Moses or Barkley over Doc or yeah. Okay. All right, who's going next? I can go if you want. Go ahead, Bill. And this is good, and this is not meant for shock value. I'm, I'm. I can't I'm, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. But if we're going off of John's precursor of what it is, this it's not John's precursor. It's fucking we, we, we most we most certainly are not uh, based most, on, huh? <laughs> No, God, sorry, man. No, I'm just saying we we I I don't think we are, but I'm glad you brought that up, John, and I'm glad I'm, that that's I then then I guess I'm gonna get it off off. I'm the, on the off. edge of my seat over here. <laughs> I'm going. Nick Foles is truly on my Mount Rushmore. Wow, wow! Truly. Get your head. Wow. I, I I did, John. I hit it several times. Okay, at least <laughs> tonight minimum. Bill's got I a gas leak again. I was thinking when, because when Matt texted me thinking about your Mount Rushmore, I was just thinking, you know, I was driving home and I was just like, that Minnesota into New England game, like, changed Philadelphia's course of history. And Nick Foles just fucking hold my beer. I'll win us the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, it was a team game. Obviously, it wasn't just him. But man, oh man, he fucking outdueled. Tom Brady had the best Super Bowl of his career. And fucking lost to Nick Foles. I'm putting Nick Foles on there. Now, this one, probably, I think, you know, I thought Jesse might have put him on there. But I'm going to put him on here just because I know what he meant. And I don't think anything happens with the Phillies. My number two player is Ryan Howard. Strong pick. I think Ryan Howard is just like the most unappreciated Philly athlete, potentially. Ryan Howard, MVP, MVP, Super Bowl, uh, World Series champion, carried this team every September to get to the playoffs. Like literally, carried this team. Um, I just think Ryan Howard would be on my Mount Rushmore. Um, I, I guess with Jesse going, going another, going another Eagle would be. I guess I guess we can have two players in the same on the same sport. I guess that's I guess it's, have, it's your it's your, it's Mount, your Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. It's yeah. your Mount Rushmore. Yeah, you're up there just chiseled, just chiseled. <laughs> it's just yeah, ding 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 I, ding. I I don't ding. know that I could put any sixer on here. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the sixers. Um. I think my number two three member is Brian Dawkins. Strong. I think I just I don't know he he just brought a, a a fire that this team just I don't know I still think about him and I pull one of his cards out of a prestige pack and I'm just like man I just looked at it and I was like this fucking guy like this guy just did just, just dag nabbit and just like would come in and I don't know he just made dog on dog on it like I I think in the hype video we watched at the darks before the the Saints game Katrina that we lost in a heartbreaking manner, arguably the greatest hype video ever. And it started off with the Wolverine coming out of the, the, the lock, the uh, tunnel. And it was just like, man, I'm ready to run through the freaking wall where we got, like, he just had that, 
Um, uh, and then I guess um, I to think to round out your Mount Rushmore. I'm not going to say his name because I don't think he deserves it. Jesse took one of the guys I was maybe thinking, but so wait a minute, you're still deciding who your Mount Rushmore is? <laughs> no, well, it's it's fucking guys. Doesn't I, even I, I, I I was gonna say I was gonna say a sixer, but just I, say I a sixer. Just say I a sixer then. I, I I don't. I I mean, it makes me want to it, it makes me want to vomit to to say Allen Iverson. But wow. I, I would probably do it. I mean, John, John, John next. next. You're next, John. I'm next. Yeah. All right. I don't Where's even want to hear Bill's reason. Done for, for Allen Iverson. I don't even. Just shows you how neutral I am, and I don't look at it through biased eyes. Totally unprepared. Bill. Bill was totally unprepared. I know. <laughs> it was, it was All fans. right. Well, well, who says that Jesse and I never agree? But Michael Jack Schmidt, 100, would definitely have to be in there. We talk about you know, representing the most important, you know, events in history, Phillies World Series, best third baseman to ever play the game. Bar none, end of story, no no argument there. Um, I, I took mine with four different sports because I thought it was very important to do that, especially when we're talking about Philly sports. Um, I'd be remiss to not think about, like, the, the early 70s, um, flyers and how important they were to the, the, the DNA of Philly sports fandom. So I put Bobby Clark up there, um, just from a, from a, a cap, a cap tip to the flyers, um, hall of famer, um, the, the, the glue that kept that team together around. I wasn't around then, but you know, he was the guy, um, for football, I mean, Bill and I agree. I, uh, the pantheon of Eagles sports was their first Super Bowl. And, yes, did Zach Ertz play a great game? Yes, did Brandon Graham play a great game? Yes, Jason Kelsey. It's a team game. But without Nick Foles, we're sitting here talking about Brock Purdy's of the world and you know backup quarterbacks here and there. Without him, without him slinging the ball and throwing for 300-plus yards – and score, you know, doing what he did. Eagles aren't where they are. And finally, as I know, um, the the discussion with Sixers sports has dwindled in our last uh, segment there. But I think you have to put a Sixer up there. And I and I sat around and I'm like, okay, we there's four guys that I think could be on that list, right? I think you could look at Dr. J. I think you could look at Allen Iverson. I think you could look at Charles Barkley. And I think you could look at Will Chamberlain. And to my own chagrin, when I, again, I looked at what exactly Mount Rushmore was about, you're talking about, again, most important events in Philly sports history. I would have to say that Will Chamberlain scoring 100 points in a basketball game is something that will never happen again in the history of sports. He also won a championship here with the Sixers and had a pretty decent career here. All-time Hall of Famer. Dr. J was in there, but Dr. J coming from the ABA – I don't think had as much moxie as Wilt has. I don't think he's done as much as Wilt um, career-wise. And then Allen Iverson, I think, is an iconic Sixer. I just don't know if he represents the Sixers' um, history, historics, um, that much. So those are my four. Solid four. Solid four. So like you, John, I think um, – we we approach this um, Mount Rushmore from a few sim- similar um, approaches. Um, I didn't really take into account the the um, the 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 of the importance of the events that uh, that represent each person. But I think the reason why all the people who we've 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 uh, talked about and selected um, they all have events there's all like iconic they they wouldn't be mentioned if if they didn't leave some sort of mark or have some sort of event or moment in philly sports right so the way i approached my mount rushmore was um i picked one one player from each team like you because i feel like um you know all the 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 big force um 
sports teams in Philly need to be represented here. Um, and for good reason, because there's a lot of rich history and legacy and greatness in each franchise. And I also looked at not only their achievements on the field or the ice or the court, but what they meant to people off the court and in this and, and I, just to the city of Philadelphia, um, it, it, guys that went beyond the sport or, or beyond their team in Philadelphia and helped um, evolve their sport and their league. So with that said, um, I'll start with the Phillies. Um, and like Jesse and John, Michael Jack Schmidt was a no brainer for me. Um, basically I'm, you know, he's, he's the goat at the position, um, for the flyers like you, John, um, I wasn't around in the mid seventies, but for, you know, for this person to be constantly brought up around the city of Philadelphia, almost 50 some years later after this achievement, and you go and research all this person's achievements and what they, and he meant to the city, both on the ice and off the ice, um, and the impact that he's made. Bobby Clark is is the is the guy. Um, you could say that Bernie Perrant is also up there, but I think the class that Bobby Clark has shown, both on the ice and off, um, is is definitely uh, an achievement. Um, and a legacy for that Philly should be proud of um, in the NFL. Um, it was tough. I mean, I went, I went back and forth again. There's a lot of great Eagles history. There's a, although we, you know, this, this team hasn't won it didn't win a championship until very recently. There were a lot of teams that, you know, were, you could argue that were snubbed of a championship, um, and there were there were teams that were built with championship pedigree, um, and this this player gave everything he had to the city of Philadelphia, um, and unfortunately um, didn't win a championship here, but went on and won a championship elsewhere, and that's the that's the great Reggie White. Um, and for my fourth, my my sixer, um, I chose Dr. J. Um, Wilt was Wilt was definitely right there as well. Again, um, great player. Um, you know, did a lot for um, the early foundations of the 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 NBA. But I think the swagger and the class that Julius Irving um, brings, um, not only I, while he was playing, but um, continues to bring. I mean, he. He's still um, a very um, present person uh, and face in the uh, in the in the Sixers um, front office. And um, I feel like, you know, without Julius Irving, I don't think you would have had the greatest player of all time in Michael Jordan. So um, just the foundation and the legacy that he laid down um, and not to mention some of the smoothest and greatest plays you'll ever see you know still to this day um and he and he won a chance and he brought us a championship in 83 and um and if it wasn't for if it wasn't for bird and magic um you know who, who knows we could have had a couple more but um you know i because I, I think he 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 played in uh, arguably the golden era of the 76ers um you know we were we were a problem for Boston and LA for a, a good little run there. Um, you know, we almost won one in suppose at 76 or 77, uh, but Portland snubbed us. But, um, you know, without Dr. J, I think a lot of, a lot of players in the NBA, especially in the time that we grew up in the nineties, I think, you know, they, they looked to him. He was a big mentor to them. So that's, that's who I had. Uh, so, oh, I'm, I'm surprised, John, no AI. Why are you surprised? I was surprised it was Bill that had AI, but I think Bill, I think Bill was floundering there at the end. So I think that, I think that's why my, 
my Rushmore might have been different if I had not understand the meaning behind Rushmore. Mm-hmm. If if I went like sort of where I think Jesse's head was, and you go, you sort of like you sort of like balance the popularity with the player and how good they were, mm-hmm. then I can under I can understand that because like I could totally see why somebody would think Chuck Bednarik or Reggie White would be up there, yeah, um, or or Brian Dawkins or Allen Iverson, um, and I think Allen Iverson had some very good games, and I, we've talked about argued about his impact on NBA basketball. Um, but I don't know from a, he, he definitely owned that 2000 era. When you look at mm-hmm. that logo that everyone hates, like that's, that was his error oh, yeah. in, in Sixers sports, or I'm sorry, in Sixers Pantheon. Um, but as far as historic events, I, other than taking them to the finals and basically, you know, I mean, besides one game getting blown out. Um, and running into Kobe and Shaq, like, you know. Stepping he, he, over Teron Lou didn't do it for you, John? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, ironically, you said that. Of course. No, but I mean, like, I think that I think that he's sort of, for me, he's almost in that Charles Barkley realm where, like, yeah. Charles Barkley wasn't able to win championship here. And, again, I know, I know we talk about measuring that, but – you have to take that in consideration, but like everyone loves Charles Barkley, right? Yeah. Charles Barkley. I love Chuck. If Charles Barkley had stayed here and not gone to Phoenix and yep. Houston and that was it. Um, basically like he would be even more loved, but the fact that he had such great success at those other places. Well, I, and I, at that time openly said like, get me the hell out of here. I don't even want, I don't want to be here. Correct. You know, and the same thing with Wilt, like, the one thing that stuck out to me when I was thinking about it was like, Wilt played for Philly, but when the game was done, he got on the train or in his car and he drove up to his flat in New York City. Like he didn't, he didn't live here. He didn't embrace Philly. You know, he wanted to live in New York. He'd play basketball wherever they, you know, where wherever he was going to play. And then, you know, then he when he got older, he didn't want to stick around. He went to L.A. So it's like. I looked at it. That's why, like, where I was coming at was, like, you know, guys that really, you know, made an impact in the city, both on their, you know, you know, on their court or their field and off of it, you know, and really embraced um, the the city. So it's interesting to hear about, you know, to go around and hear everyone's different, you know, angles of how Mm -hmm. they uh, how they. um you know, came up with their four. So pretty cool. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, next we'll year. Do this when we, six months. I was going to say, when we, forget, <laughs> when we forget that we've even did it again, we'll just do it in six months. And I'm sure, you know, who knows, we'll do, the, we'll do the not Mount Rushmore and I can start chiseling Jonathan Gannon's face. <laughs> <laughs> right next to doc. Uh, I don't know. Doc's to be not- determined. Doc's Who knows, Doc? Ball's in your court, literally. Let's see. I don't know. I think Andrew Bynum might be up there. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Good great one. one. You know? How about, like, uh, like J.D. Drew? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, there's... Awesome. If we're going to go down that rabbit hole, to Tony. Track yeah, we're Scott. teeing it up. I love how this took a negative turn right right away. <laughs> Namdi awesome. Namdi awesome. I was just gonna say <laughs> Namdi. Yeah, Namdi. Uh, Vince Young. No. <clears throat> I done. I thought about. I thought about Vince Young, but I was like, he really wasn't that. Ma- he wasn't that that major of a. Uh, tell you, I'll tell you who was a really hate to face with Justin. Uh, Joseph, Justin or Jason Babin? Oh, that guy. Babin. He 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 annoyed the shit out of me. Wide nine, baby. Him and Howard Mudd, remember? Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. You know, Trent Cole, Bag and Bucks. I get it, you know. How about Papelbon? I don't yeah. mind Velo because he backed it up for most of his time here. He wasn't that shitty. Like, he didn't. I, I mean, he's a Jason he, Worth. Now he, 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 not his fault. He got paid a lot of money from the Nationals. It hurt. I know. Him. A lot of people still hold him to it, though. 
They they no. can't they they can't stand. I mean, I give them a pay. Anyone on that 08 team that brought us that chip, I mean, I don't know. They just have yeah, a like little, he, they have a, a pass for me. He would have stayed with the Phillies, but the Nationals gave him a lot of money. Yeah. And he came back. He was in that press box during the yeah. run. With but the yeah, dude, like, like the, the one that like that the man for me as a Phillies fan that that shelling trade was when yeah you get Padilla, Omar Dahl, Nelson Figueroa, and Travis Lee, and they were all fucking stiffs. And you're like, <laughs> oh, great. I mean, yeah, you had the Padilla foot flotilla, the fan group. <laughs> Which was fun, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, but like, you, you, we we got to watch Kurt Schilling win fucking World Series out in fucking Arizona, and and, and at the and yeah, and and, and like, and yeah, thanks, Bill. Um, <laughs> and and like this is that's what we got. Like you traded a Hall of Famer who's not going to go into the Hall of Fame because he's a an absolute douche nozzle, but like. And you okay, got, he, you got here's scraps for him. I think instead of us going around around the room or the or the the call here, whatever you want to call it, uh, um, and and come up with our own Mount uh, uh, Rushmore for the worst, I say it's a collective uh, of uh, of voting of the forfeit podcast voted worst. Mount Rushmore. We can, Mount, and we do Mount it like uh, more. We we do it like uh, Mark. We'll get a, yeah, exactly. We'll get a bracket going. Sixty four. That's a great idea, dude. And we'll we'll just we'll just we'll 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 just have sixty four shit bags up there, <laughs> and <laughs> that's what's gonna. And just let them battle battle themselves out, you know. Mount Turdmore and Mount Turdmore, and like there's little. I mean, God, I just I just as I said it. I, I picture Carson Wentz. I'm like, oh, you're on there, buddy. Oh, you're oh, he's exactly. got to be on there. We're missing we're missing the king of them all. Who's probably I mean, he gonna might, win? He might be a one seed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he, oh, he he's he's definitely a, a top three seed in one of the brackets. It's he's, gonna he, be he's the high seed. It's, it's gonna be Ben Simmons and Carson Wentz as a lock for a final four. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think Speaking you're up. Speaking of dudes that didn't score any points, didn't Ben Simmons get no uh, zero points the other night? Because I saw him getting dragged for that again. I know. Yeah. yeah. I saw he's, you know, like he's not even, he doesn't always even start. He, he, he only starts like sometimes. Yeah. He's not like he, he'll be out of the league within five years. Like he'll just deal a finish for him whenever he's on now. And then he'll maybe get like a league man or something, but he'll, He'll be playing ball in Australia soon enough. I think he's the Benson experience. But yeah, no, you're right. He's uh, not. He's not excelling in Brooklyn. I would say. Well, good eye, Mike. It was a good episode, and um, you know, like John said, we'll do it again in six months. But I think it's 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 the forfeit podcast, Mount Turdmore. We got to we got to plan it out, and we'll do it. It's may have to cover like you know a few episodes to get through it. And we'll just we'll make, we'll make it a segment, you know. Oh my god, we, I'm not going to put PJ Tucker on there this early. Drill down, and he might put PJ Tucker on there. <laughs> I might. I mean, controversy. You're gonna, you're gonna have to tune in to see. I don't know. Uh, I you love know? Mike. But uh, yo, check us out on the social media interwebs at Forfeit Pod, and um, you know, for myself, Metal Matt, the J Lo, Big John Stud, Wild Bill, everyone be good. Go birds. <laughs>